0: Hey Calvary family, this is Pastor Michael Grove here on the Bible Reading App. It is the 30th of September and we are about to read another book of the Bible called Malachi. So open your Bibles, read along if you can. I'll be reading out of the New International Version or let me read this over you. And in the end, I'll give you a quick thought before we end our time together. Here we go. Malachi chapter 1 a prophecy. The word of the Lord to Israel through Malachi. I have loved you, says the Lord. But you ask, how have you loved us? Was not Esau Jacob's brother, declares the Lord? Yet I have loved Jacob. But Esau I have hated, and I have turned his hill country into a wasteland and left his inheritance to the desert jackals. Edom may say, Though we have been crushed, we will rebuild the ruins. But this is what the Lord Almighty says, They may build, but I will demolish. They will be called the wicked land, a people always under the wrath of the Lord. You will see it with your own eyes and say, Great is the Lord, even beyond the borders of Israel. A son honors his father, and a slave his master. If I am a father, Where is the honor due me? If I am a master, where is the respect due me? Says the Lord Almighty. It is you priests who show contempt for my name. But you ask, How have we shown contempt for your name? By offering defiled food on my altar. But you ask, How have we defiled you? By saying that the Lord's table is contemptible. When you offer blind animals for sacrifice, is that not wrong? When you sacrifice lame or diseased animals, is that not wrong? Try offering them to your governor. Would he be pleased with you? Would he accept you, says the Lord Almighty? Now plead with God to be gracious to us. With such offerings from your hands, will he accept you, says the Lord Almighty? Oh, that one of you would shut the temple doors, so that you would not light useless fires on my altar. I am not pleased with you, says the Lord Almighty, and I will accept no offering from your hands. My name will be great among the nations, from where the sun rises to where it sets. In every place incense and pure offerings will be brought to me, because my name will be great among the nations, says the Lord Almighty. But you profane it by saying, The Lord's table is defiled, and its food is contemptible. And you say, What a burden! And you sniff at it contemptuously, says the Lord Almighty. When you bring injured, lame, or diseased animals and offer them as sacrifices, should I accept them from your hands, says the Lord? Cursed is the cheat who has an acceptable male in his flock and vows to give it, but then sacrifices a blemished animal to the Lord. For I am a great king, says the Lord Almighty, and my name is to be feared among the nations. Malachi chapter 2 And now, you priests, this warning is for you. If you do not listen, and if you do not resolve to honor my name, says the Lord Almighty, I will send a curse on you, and I will curse your blessings. Yes, I have already cursed them, because you have not resolved to honor me. Because of you, I will rebuke your descendants. I will smear on your faces the dung from your festival sacrifices, and you will be carried off with it. And you will know that I have sent you this warning so that my covenant with Levi may continue, says the Lord Almighty. My covenant was with him, a covenant of life and peace. And I gave them to him. This called for reverence, and he revered me and stood in awe of my name. True instruction was in his mouth, and nothing false was found on his lips. He walked with me in peace and uprightness, and turned many from sin. For the lips of a priest ought to preserve knowledge, because he is the messenger of the Lord Almighty, and people seek instruction from his mouth." But you have turned from the way, and by your teaching have caused many to stumble. You have violated the covenant with Levi, says the Lord Almighty. So I have caused you to be despised and humiliated before all the people, because you have not followed my ways, but have shown partiality in matters of the law. Do we not all have one Father? Did not one God create us? Why do we profane the covenant of our ancestors by being unfaithful to one another? Judah has been unfaithful. A detestable thing has been committed in Israel and in Jerusalem. Judah has desecrated the sanctuary the Lord loves by marrying women who worship a foreign god. As for the man who does this, whoever he may be, may the Lord remove him from the tents of Jacob even though he brings an offering to the Lord Almighty. Another thing you do? You flood the Lord's altar with tears. You weep and wail because he no longer looks with favor on your offerings or accepts them with pleasure from your hands. You ask, why? It is because the Lord is the witness between you and the wife of your youth. You have been unfaithful to her, though she is your partner, the wife of your marriage covenant. Has not the one God made you? You belong to him in body and spirit. And what does the one God seek? Godly offspring. So be on your guard and do not be unfaithful to the wife of your youth. The man who hates and divorces his wife, says the Lord, the God of Israel, does violence to the one he should protect, says the Lord Almighty. So be on your guard and do not be unfaithful. You have wearied the Lord with your words. How have we wearied him, you ask? By saying, All who do evil are good in the eyes of the Lord, and he is pleased with them. Or, Where is the God of justice? Malachi chapter 3 I will send my messenger who will prepare the way before me. Then suddenly the Lord you are seeking will come to his temple. The messenger of the covenant whom you desire will come, says the Lord Almighty. But who can endure the day of his coming? Who can stand when he appears? For he will be like a refiner's fire or a launderer's soap. He will sit as a refiner and purifier of silver. He will purify the Levites and refine them like gold and silver. Then the Lord will have men who will bring offerings in righteousness and the offerings of Judah and Jerusalem will be acceptable to the Lord as in days gone by, as in former years. So I will come to put you on trial. I will be quick to testify against sorcerers, adulterers, and perjurers, against those who defraud laborers of their wages, who oppress the widows and the fatherless, and deprive the foreigners among you of justice. But do not fear me, says the Lord Almighty. I, the Lord, do not change. So you, the descendants of Jacob, are not destroyed. Ever since the time of your ancestors, you have turned away from my decrees and have not kept them. Return to me, and I will return to you, says the Lord Almighty. But you ask, how are we to return? Will a mere mortal rob God? Yet you rob me. I will prevent pests from devouring your crops, and the vines in your fields will not drop their fruit before it is ripe, says the Lord Almighty. Then all the nations will call you blessed, for yours will be a delightful land, says the Lord Almighty. You have spoken arrogantly against me, says the Lord, yet you ask, what have we said against you? You have said, it is futile to serve God. What do we gain by carrying out his requirements and going about like mourners before the Lord Almighty? But now we will call the arrogant blessed. Certainly, evildoers prosper, and even when they put God to the test, they get away with it. Then those who feared the Lord talked with each other, and the Lord listened and heard. A scroll of remembrance was written in his presence concerning those who feared the Lord and honored his name. On the day when I act, says the Lord Almighty, they will be my treasured possession. I will spare them just as a father has compassion and spares his son who serves him. And you will again see the distinction between the righteous and the wicked, between those who serve God and those who do not. Malachi chapter 4 Surely the day is coming, it will burn like a furnace. All the arrogant and every evildoer will be stubble, and the day that is coming will set them on fire, says the Lord Almighty. Not a root or a branch will be left to them. But for you who revere my name, the sun of righteousness will rise with healing in its rays. And you will go out and frolic like well-fed calves. Then you will trample on the wicked. They will be ashes under the soles of your feet on the day when I act, says the Lord Almighty. Remember the law of my servant Moses, the decrees and laws I gave him at Horeb for all Israel. See, I will send the prophet Elijah to you before that great and dreadful day of the Lord comes. He will turn the hearts of the parents to their children and the hearts of the children to their parents, or else I will come and strike the land with total destruction. This concludes the book of Malachi and concludes our reading for today. Let me give you a quick thought before we end our time together. So, if you didn't know this, we have finished the entire Old Testament at this point. Well, that is with the exception of Psalm 107, which we will read later in November. But I am so incredibly proud of you for sticking along with us as we have now read the entire New Testament. Only two more months to go, and then we are finished reading through the Bible in a year. So proud of you. Great job. And it kind of reminds me of what Malachi is saying here at the end. Now, when Malachi wrote this, about a hundred years had gone by since the people left Babylon and have rebuilt their own city. And what has happened is they have fallen right back into the same traps that their ancestors lived in. They have turned against God's law and are now bringing in sacrifices that actually disgrace God's name. In addition to this, the men are divorcing their wives and are marrying women from other nations. And by doing this, they are allowing the gods that their other wives worshipped to come in with them. And so now they have mixed worship of God with false god idolatry. So in the end, Malachi gives one last warning. He says, remember these words. In fact, he had a scroll of remembrance that was written down for the people who would be faithful. It's the scriptures. He talks about the fact that they would be written down so that they would remember all the words of the law as well as the prophets. And so Malachi, sitting at the end of our Old Testament, is reminding us that all of this matters, that every word that was written And every word that you and I have read that came from the Old Testament is meant to be a warning and reminder of what happened before so that it can lead and direct our future in the right way. Yet these people that he is writing to originally didn't even listen to those words. They turned their back on God and began to do the same things that their ancestors had done. You know, when I read this, I can't help but stop and wonder, what am I missing? What have I gotten wrong that I don't even realize I'm getting wrong? It just seems too easy to slip away from doing things the way God would want us to do them. And so I have to constantly ask, Lord, search my heart and help me to change my ways because I don't want to miss it. I don't want to be doing something that actually breaks the Lord's heart. I want to know that whatever it is that I do, it honors the Lord. Now, it's interesting because right in the middle of this book is where we hear this tithing message. Malachi says that they ask, how are we robbing God? And the answer is, in tithes and offering. And then God says, you are under a curse, your whole nation, because you are robbing me. Why is the tithe and offering conversation so intense? Why does it matter so much? Does God really need our money? Are we really robbing him by not bringing money into the storehouse? Well, the answer is absolutely. And it's not about the money, though. It's about the fact that when we don't bring our tithe and our offering to the Lord, we are putting something else before him. And so we are essentially doing what they were doing by worshiping something other than God. That's why tithes and offering matter so much, because when you bring your tithe and offering to the Lord, you are showing that He matters more than anything else, which is also why people have such a hard time with this conversation. They don't realize they love money more than they love the Lord. Or maybe it's not you love money more than the Lord, but you trust money more than the Lord. It's hard to give up money when you trust it to take care of you. But when you trust the Lord to take care of you, it's easy to bring that to Him. So as a way of honoring the Lord, it is our practice that we bring a tithe, 10%, back to God. This was instituted in the Old Testament. It was a way of showing God that he had the first fruits, the most important part. And then in addition, we bring an offering to the Lord, something that is done not out of obligation, but out of sheer love for God. Look, I encourage you, if you don't bring tithe and offering to the Lord, you're missing out on the opportunity to truly put God first. You are missing out on what it looks like to solely serve the one and only God. Listen to what he said. He said, test me in this and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be enough room to store it. Because what happens is you are proving to God that you want to put him first, that you want to put him above everything else. That's what you are saying with your tithe and your offering. Maybe you've never tried this before, and maybe you're scared to. It's okay. I understand completely, and so does God. That's why he says to test him. Put him to the test and see if he doesn't do above what you would ever hope or imagine or dream. It's not putting him to the test to see if he'll bring you more money— It's putting him to the test to see that when you put him above everything else, if he won't take care of your every need. All of this, however, points towards one thing. Remember that God should be above all things. He should be the Lord of your life, the one that you serve and chase after with all of your heart. So do that today. Put him first, love him, and chase after him with everything that you have, and see if he doesn't bless you as you do it. That's all the time we have left for today. I love you, and God bless.